Daryl. Nick. I'm a little late to this game. I was thinking about this the other day. I'm a little late to the game. I think it's time to really start developing and hitting that Obama impression. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think it's time. It's time for you to develop this impression? Yeah, it's just like I want to be in the zeitgeist. I want to be in the cultural you moment. Want, you want that in your bag of like I want it things in my that bag. you can pull out whenever you want to say something mm-hmm. funny, but as Obama. It's like a party trick. Uh-huh. Remember the good times? <laughs> <laughs> when you needed to have one in order to be entertaining. When you needed to have one, you could just throw one out. You know, Obama talking about Doritos or something. <laughs> It'll be good for your SNL tape. It would be good for my our SNL yeah, tape. Yeah. 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 I think I'm a little past SNL prime audition stage in my life. But you could Fred Armisen it. Yeah. Nobody wants to do that. <laughs> mm, I'm Nick Nocera. I'm Daryl Long. And I'm Max Ziskin. We got producer extraordinary Max Ziskin in the building today. We watched a movie. We sure did. This Big is movie. No One Likes the Tuna Podcast, the world's premier dedicated Fast and Furious podcast. Uh, we just saw Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> big movie. Big, big movie. Big, big movie. movie for big, big fellas. Big fellas. Mm-hmm. They kept on, like, we talked last time I was on the podcast about how they keep on turning it up. Mm-hmm. This was definitely a turning it up movie. Uh, needless to say, this is going to include a shitload of movie spoilers for yeah, anybody. Go see the movie. Go see the movie, then listen to this, or don't see the movie and listen to this, but know that this yeah. is it. And also, after you see the movie, don't get up, because there are three separate <laughs> after-the-movie <laughs> scenes. They just keep happening. None of them are particularly none, good. None of them are consequential, either. One is just a very small joke. <laughs> An extremely small <laughs> yeah. joke of a moment in the movie I forgot about entirely. Do we need to do an executive summary of this movie to get started? I don't want... No. No. <laughs> no. I don't want... Go see the movie. Right. You'll know what we're talking about. I don't want to summarize the whole fucking thing. It's not going to be fun or good. I only think I watched one trailer, and I totally mm-hmm. forgot it. So I entered this movie. I had no clue what was going on. I entered this movie with the state of mind of a hater. Mm-hmm. I entered this movie... Sort of knowing a little of the backstory of Rock and Vin Diesel during uh, Fate of the Furious, really not having a good time together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've always been a Vin, I've always been on Team Vin. That's where I've just landed. You know what I mean? It's well, just like where my Rock life. is a guest. Right. Vin That's how the, I've always yeah, felt yeah, about it. Yeah. It's like the Rock is a guest in this. Right. And I felt like, I mean, I don't know the true dynamic. I don't know. I'm sure this like wicker chair is ending up all over this podcast right now. <laughs> but uh, I don't know where. I don't know where the true tension lies and where the true fault lies. I've heard some stories. You gotta assume it's Vin being an asshole because The Rock is so nice. Yes, I. I do ultimately assume. <laughs> I'm also on Team Vin in this. Yeah, but no, 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 exactly. It's his fault. Do we think it was a problem that maybe wasn't that much of a problem, and then Tyrese stepped in and Ooh. took it up to the next Ooh. level? And do you think he 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 did it? He, he did, he he did like an it? interview about it, right? Did I th- he? I think yes. I think Tyrese like put out a thing, uh, whatever, into the media universe. It's like, oh yeah, this thing's going down. Two alpha dogs. Two alpha dogs. I'm the double alpha. We're going team dog. <laughs> Rock it on this family. Get out of here. Um, okay. Well, I think it's prudent to talk about this um, at this moment because this series, or this, it's not a series yet, but this movie, oh, they, this spinoff. The last four minutes of the movie were setting up the next movie. The next, like, six movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this spinoff, Hobson Shaw... Feels like the solution that everybody's come to, that the producers have come to. Don't have them in the same movie. Correct. Mm -hmm. We can all be part of this franchise. We can all make those big, big bucks. We can all make those big, big Fast and Furious dollars, Mm -hmm. but we'll just separate you two. Right? It's genius. And then we'll continue the main series and with the regular family, and we'll spin off Hobbs and Shaw so that The Rock, we can still get the star power of The Rock. 
Um, but we don't have to like have this tension in working together. Um, Does that make sense? I think so. Do you think in that sort of uh, strategy and negotiation, Jason Statham was like, they asked him like, what do you want to do? No. I don't think they asked Jason. He, he was just games. He was just like, he's yeah. like, dude, put me in another movie. Yeah. All right. I don't care. Yeah. Is, is no there, this is like a Fast and Furious 101 type question, but is there like a dude in charge of the whole thing at Universal or something? Like, is there a Paul Feig? I've always assumed Neil Moritz is the guy right. who's like the producer. Like, who's the guy thinking long term? About the franchise? Yeah. I always thought it was Neil. I mean, I don't really know the answer to that question. Right. Um, I didn't see Neil credited on this movie. Oh, shit. I may have missed it, but... Um, so, it's a good question of, like, who's making the overall decision. I mean, it really, it's like the universal execs, probably. Right. But there's got to be a guy who that's, like, his job. Yeah, it's, like, deal with the Fast yeah. and Furious stuff. Because it's um, approaching, like, Avengers level. Like, this movie was an Avengers <laughs> stakes movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean... With I a superhero mm-hmm. and, like, Samoa and Wakanda. There was, was a bit of that. Yeah. We'll definitely get to Samoa <laughs> yes. later in this podcast because that was a whole thing. Yeah, but I do think it also solves this issue. Having Deckard Shaw in this movie solves the issue that everybody's been complaining about, which is, like, how can he be in the family he killed Han? So he kills Han, ultimately. Like, that's still canon. That's still what the deal is. And everybody's been like, they can't just, like, forget about that. And this is a way to sort of shuffle him off to the side and Mm -hmm. not have to have him in a whole real family. Why did he kill Han? Oh, this is... You're going... Okay, so Daryl and I haven't watched through these movies in three years. Okay. So... My understanding of it is he had to kill Han because Mm -hmm. Dom killed um, Shaw one on the airstrip. Right? Dom killed Shaw one, yes. Yeah, or mutilated him. Mutilated him in space. As as revenge. And so he was going back after the family because they... And they added that in... After Tokyo Drift, right? After it was after created? Six. Yeah. After, si- after yeah, six. Yeah, so like they, if you watch Tokyo Drift, you don't see Jason State. That's correct. Okay. Got it. But in seven? Seven? Or is it the end of six? Is the post credit six? Hmm. Maybe post. Maybe it's a post. I think it's post credit six. He like match They do the scene again, and they show Jason Statham as if he was there the whole time, Mm -hmm. and this was always a plan, which it obviously was not. That's one thing I do like about the series is they don't give one fuck about stuff like that. Like they'll paste Paul Walker's brothers, Paul Walker's face on his brother. They'll (laughs) add in, but and they act like it's like. (laughs) We're just pulling it together for the film. <laughs> when it's like, no, actually, you just really want to make millions and millions of dollars yeah. on these people. Yeah. So, um, do you have any just like Daryl going over this fresh off the you know boat of mm-hmm. this movie? Do you have any overarching thoughts? How you felt about the whole thing? I think if I think about this as a Fast and Furious franchise movie, I think the stuff that I liked about it, the action stuff, really strong. But uh-huh. the stuff I hate so about strong. it, like the corny stuff, yeah. was so 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 bad. Yeah, yeah, I feel like this one was cornier the, than they usually the are. The corny level just well, like you, you notice the first credit is Dwayne Johnson, Producers Guild of America. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> and I feel like Dwayne has settled into this attitude as a movie star of like. People love the corny stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Which maybe they do, but I feel like mostly we do not. Right? It's we put like, up with we it. put up with it because you're a, a monster of a human being. And it's amazing, and it's amazing, to, amazing see, to watch you. Yeah, in any sort of character situation, like you being the rock, it's yeah. Like yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's awesome to watch you punch stuff. But when he's like delivering like wrestling lines, it's not. it good. doesn't work. No. I mean, I get to maybe it works to someone, but when all the like back and forth between him and Statham, like their little arguments, I thought were. I was just, I was, I was just so, I wanted to fast forward yeah. through them. Yeah. Yeah. That being said, my first thing I felt in this movie was Vanessa Kirby, who plays Hattie Shaw, which turns out Shaw has a sister. Fox. Fox, yes, <laughs> but I thought she was great. 
I just thought she had like total screen presence. She did like her the action sequences. I thought she pulled off really well. I mean, I just thought she like nailed it the whole time. I'd love to see her grow into a bigger part of this franchise. Um, you probably know this more than I do. What other stuff is she in? I've seen her before. The Queen on Netflix. Oh, she plays the Queen's sister in those first two. seasons. I feel like it could have been like a f- yeah, not the Queen, she the Crown. Good. Oh, I've heard of that. The young yeah. Elizabeth Got person. It. You know, that one. Got it. And, who, and the mom is someone mega famous, right? Man. Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren. Okay, yeah. Which is like, why did we have to give Helen Mirren a paycheck for this movie? Well, yeah. Why did they what put her in jail? Purpose? Yeah. They put her in jail so at the could... end of eight. Oh, really? For... Can't even begin to tell you. Who knows, right? Like, their whole, yeah, her whole bit is like, oh, yeah, like, I'm just in jail for fun, and I can get out whenever I feel like it. Yeah. So why don't you just leave? Like, you're not going to spend your whole four years in prison, so what's the point? The point, it seemed like at the end, which was super, it's kind of a week. It's to reunite the brother and the sister. Yes. To get, like, a family reunion. But it's like, how when have we ever cared about the family dynamic of the Shaw family? We didn't know she existed. Right. Okay, first, we only knew Shaw 1 existed. Mm -hmm. That was in 6. That was the first Shaw. It's like, okay, we just got a bad guy. Classic bad guy. And then it's like, okay, Shaw 2, he's got a brother in (laughs) 7. Okay, then Shaw, Mama Shaw in 8. And now it's Shaw 3. It's like... You gotta stop at some point. And they and they've sort of laid it out in this movie that there's only three siblings, but I wouldn't be surprised if another Shaw showed up. There's well, like he's, he's my dad's cousin. Brother. This is my cockney cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Shaw? Played yeah. by Reese Eifens. Yeah. Oh my god. Um Yeah, it's kind of brutal. Just like they keep it feels like a very cheap device. Mm-hmm. That being said, I thought she did an extremely good job with what she had to work with. Yeah. And selling, like, a physical attraction to The Rock was, I can't imagine, (laughs) easy. I can't imagine that was easy. She had to, like, be into The Rock. And she did a really good job, I felt like. That was, like, subtle and, like, nicely stated and, like... Turns out The Rock is not a good kisser. That was rough. Fuck. I mean, these movies aren't known for good kissing scenes. Uh, no. No, right? In fact, they're the worst. Yeah. I don't remember a good one. I don't remember many kisses in this. I say that only because we've gone we've gone at length before about how um, horrific it is to watch Dom kiss oh, anybody. Oh, oh god! Yeah. And yeah. kissing Letty's bad, and even, he kisses Elena too. I uh-huh. think. And even like uh, Paul and Mia, it's like pretty cringy. Yeah, well, it's sort of cringy and computer generated. <laughs> <laughs> That's part of it. That's a big part of it. It's really weird. Really fucked up. <laughs> like gross. <laughs> um, speaking of computer generation, I do want to put this out there as sort of an overall thing that I think we're going to focus on as we watch this movie again in the next cycle. So get this in your head. There's enough movies where this cycles are going to take us a while. So just yeah. you're going to live with this in your head. This homework. These um, this franchise is always focused on practical stunts in a big way. Um, they like pushed cars out of planes uh, for seven and they did, you know, just like done mm-hmm. practical stuff. And it's felt very visceral and very real. And like, it's one been one of the hallmarks of the franchise, I felt like. And in this movie, it really felt to me like there was a lot of computer generated effects, stunts specifically. All the, mo- the entire, every time Idris Elba is on a motorcycle, it's computer generated mm-hmm. fully. Um, basically Deckard Shaw's car is computer generated the whole time and it's intercut with scenes of the real cars really driving mm-hmm. but when they are driving it really feels like they're driving 20 miles an hour like you can see because they are right, right? right. like I the way it. that these stunts are move the frames in order mm-hmm. to sort of get the turn but I thought happening. the Obviously, the motorcycle is super fake, but right. I thought it looked cool as shit. So, that was I, so I, fucking cool. I, you know, I was like sort of along for the ride, you yeah. know, and I thought the things like they were interesting ideas being visualized um, via computer graphics uh, and interesting, like exciting moments, but it didn't feel like the action felt different to me and mm-hmm. it felt less involved and less impactful because mm-hmm. I think. It, 
a bigger portion of it was computer generated. I noticed, I noticed that as well. Yeah. It has a uh, Transformers movie mm-hmm. feeling to it. That the motorcycle movie. has exactly. a Transformers movie feel. Like it was like changing. It was Transformers. And it was making that <laughs> sound. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's. I mean, the first the first time you watch a Transformer sequence, right. it's like the sickest thing ever. But then you know, like six movies later, you're just like, okay, like I understand it, and it's cool. But even so, like I, the transform one of the things the Transformers franchise does so well, and Bay specific. I'm going to give Michael Bay a little bit of praise here. Mm-hmm. So it's like those set pieces that he films in live action and integrates with computer generated elements. Is so seamless and good. Like, yeah. he is really flipping trucks, and he's the really explosions the are explosions real. are mm-hmm. all real. And like the the camera is on mounted to a car and filming the whole sequence on the highway. And then they put in a transformer or theory model that and it like lit. Mm-hmm. So the integration is, is so seamless. And this felt like we have a com- fully computerized scene, and then we cut to a moment of the cars sort of chasing each other very slowly. Mm-hmm. And then we go back to it's like fully computerized again and they're like flying off buildings. And then we cut to them all just on the ground driving again. Mm-hmm. So that felt very choppy to me. Also, there were a lot of scenes where The Rock would like grab someone or like hold the lady up by on one hand. There was a lot of computer-generated rock shots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I felt that too, where he was like, He's superhuman in this movie. Right. We've talked about him being superhuman before. Um, but there were also real superhumans. Not real. Not real. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think about like Idris Elba? What did you think about Idris Elba? His character, him, just like the whole scheme. Yeah. Um, size-wise, good matchup. Mm-hmm. I think like the, mm-hmm. their whole setup was like, all right, you've got Super Rock plus... I don't know, just cool dude, uh, yeah. cool, strong fighting dude, Shaw. And then I like the sort of a cyborg bad guy thing he had going on. I like the heads up display mm. in his eyeballs. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. Um, Metal teeth. That was cool. Yeah. That, I thought that was a really nice girl. touch yeah. Yeah. from the costume or makeup design. Because you're, you're like, that's where he shot him. Um, yeah. You could have just put, you know. Whatever porcelain ones yeah. back in there. Yeah, it just felt like choice. a very style, a very easy, quick, but effective way to make him sort of metallic and yeah, you know, machine. Um, you think he did a good job? I think he did do a good yeah, job. I think so too. He he's not made any previous appearances, right? No. Okay. Yeah. No. So that backstory of where he was doing dirty work with. Shaw. Shaw has never been right. seen. Okay. Shaw. Right. And also, what is Shaw's job? Is he a spy or is he a crook? Or I guess both. Um, he's first introduced to us in Seven as sort of like a mercenary, mm-hmm. I would say. Like an okay. evil mercenary um, who's like hunting for his now on a warpath for revenge. Right. Um, and then it's like, oh, he's just sort of a master... Criminal? I think, no. I think um, what we know about him is he was previously MI6 mm-hmm, and right. had to right turn on his team and then went into right. MI6 exile and then became a mercenary. Yes. Right. Yes. And that's how he knew Idris. It seems so. Yeah. 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 Early MI6 right. stuff, maybe. Yeah. Why do you think Idris Elba's character needs to get... Um, so he talk. He talks to like the the commander. The I'm going to call him the uh, big data dark lord. <laughs> well, he talked, <laughs> and then he referenced that in the movie as the commander. The, as the commander. What do you think is happening when they have to do like the facial scans, sort of like reprogramming, things? like diagnose? Well, we saw him like get his they, back. They were like right? fixing things in his back at his one point. Spine. Maybe he needs new fluids. He's got like or something. fluids changed out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I thought a bit of the movie was confusing was like he's getting enhanced somehow with fluids and whatever, but that is not the Plan. virus. Yeah. Right? So that is there is also this other thing that's the virus, the bioweapon virus that's going to destroy half of humanity or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Which is not 
the chemical enhancements that are enhancing Idris Elba. It's sort of weird that there's these two different things. Two different technology pieces yeah. that sort of get yeah. simultaneously yeah. introduced with yes. the one bad guy. Correct. We're going to kill the weak people and then give everyone else upgrades. Right. Correct. And the killer virus, I thought, was... We um, never saw one person die from it. <laughs> exactly. I was just... <laughs> Unacceptable. Yeah. It's like, we need to see the effects so, of the virus. And you know where they did that, right? Triple X. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yes, they do a whole scene where like their faces boil If Vin was there, he would have said something. Yes, yeah, like, yeah, oh, you gotta show them in. Okay, okay. Well, let's see some liquid organs happening right now. Exactly. Give us some, like, the rock, like, the bubbles exploding. Yeah. yeah. Give us yeah. something. Yeah. Just, just, rock, just, rock, just rock one of the bad guys. Just any random guy, like, in an airlock. Like, like accidentally yeah, exactly. gets a spritz of it, right. and then, yeah. Yeah, so absolutely. You need that to add to the scariness of the pathogen. Totally. Yeah, we needed some kind of stakes, because she is injected first thing, and I've no. never felt an ounce of, like, threat that she was <laughs> ever in danger. No side effects. They don't show, like, her veins turning black or anything. Right. There's no... There's just nothing. <laughs> Again, that would have worked. Yeah, like, right? We're just supposed to assume all of a sudden... 72 hours later, her, she will die. Her organs will liquefy and she'll die. I mean, really, you could have taken that whole scene as, like, one of those... Um, those charcoal purification things. Yeah, like the yeah. capsule is just like it looks like charcoal mist in water. It was it's like some new. Yeah. It was uh, in the in the virus particles were branded. Yeah, like it had the logo of the company on the particles. Yeah, it's just like innocuous, right? And then it's also ruined again in that post credit scene when Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, what the was fuck like, was he talking about? The Ryan oh Reynolds, God. who is a minor character in this movie, and to me is totally unnecessary. Yeah. Really, they're just shoving it in there. Deadpool broke his brain. He can't ask anymore. Mm. Um, but he's like, oh, the virus is fine. We don't care about it anymore. There's another virus. There's, There's another, another virus. virus now. It's like, all right, <laughs> dudes. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. You must have asked to be, like, you, you must have been like, I need to be in one of these movies. Like, where? what is that character? Has he been in any of the other ones? No, no, of course no. not. He's just Ryan. He's Ryan Reynolds doing his Ryan Reynolds thing. Yeah, he's his, Deadpool. His agent, his agent was like, "You want to be in? You yeah, want to be in the Fast and Furious movie?" I feel like he I like wrote his own lines because it was one of those things. Like he's like, "What if? What if like I thought me and The Rock were like best friends?" And they're like, "That's kind of weird plan." But he's like, oh, "I'll have a tattoo." Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, there's some jokes that felt very Reynolds brand. Yeah. And um, I don't know if I would, they really played super well. Hmm. After the proposal, he peaked at the proposal. Great. Sandra Bullock. Yeah, one of yeah. the great rom-coms. And then since then, he's been doing these like weird comedy things that I, I just don't want to see it. Hmm. Is, so he's in the proposal with Sandra Bullock. Right. Is he also in... Is he in waiting? Well, yes, he's in waiting. See, that was good. I don't know where I stand on this. <laughs> on the comedy. Um... He was not in two weeks. Two notice. weeks notice. That was who? That was the British guy who got caught with a prostitute. Hugh Grant and um, Sandra. Yes, that's another great one. She, I mean, she one. hits it out of the park. Every She's time. great. Yeah. She she made me like The Blind Side, which is a terrible right. fucking movie. So I mean, I like Sandra Bullock from early movie uh, The Net. <laughs> oh my god. With that's Mo- a big one with the Mozart virus. <laughs> yeah. While you were sleeping, is that Sandra? Never saw that. Yeah. Is she in Twister? That's somebody else. There's so no, that's definitely Helen Hunt. Okay. Yes, yes. Because she and Twister in contact at the same time, and there's some scenes that you could just flip it and be the same movie. Yeah. Speaking of flipping scenes, well, let's do shout outs, and then I want to talk wait, about Wait, wait, I still have some more questions. Yeah. Okay. What fucking year does this take place in? No, that's a really good question. Yeah. When is this? It's a great it's question. It's clearly deep into the future. Yeah. <laughs> it felt like extremely in the not present. Yeah. I think it's supposed to be 2019, but it didn't feel like it at all. 2019, if the correct trajectory from 2001 had been taken. If you start back at Fast and the Furious 1 and we steer into the tuner car culture... Instead of like backpack rap in like Fortnite. Well, or if we like le- remember when they like cloned that sheep in two thousand one or something. Yes, I do still remember that. And we wait, all- is nine eleven part of Fast and Furious? Ooh. Hmm. 
I know I brought up 9-11 last time. <laughs> <laughs> we brought up 9-11 quite a bit on this pod for some reason. Um, I just feel like we leaned into the whole... like. Oh, they, they were talking about uh, cyber going games. on raids in Kandahar in this movie. So something was going on. True. True. I have no idea. 2019, man. It's honestly so lost at this point. I mean, they drove like a submarine in the last one that was like... Oh my god, I forgot had, about like, that. And so this movie is meant shit. to take place... If you if you put them all on a line, this would be the latest, the last mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Okay. Yes, chronologically in the series, this right. happens after everything else. Right. Wow. Are you in agreement with that? Yeah, I agree. Do you want to do shout outs? Yeah, let's do some shout outs. Right. What would you like to shout out to this week? Yeah, so this is a little segment we have on the pod called Shout Outs, and we just talk about just products and shit we're digging. That's basically it. Yeah. I don't know why we do it or how it started. It started mm-hmm. because the movie started it. Yeah, the movies have a lot of product placement. And that's why we place our own products. Yeah. That's why we place other people's products. And other people's podcasts. products for them for free. Right. Um, I want to shout out. I have a pretty good shout out. I felt like last week we got down in the dumps. We were very negative. Yeah. I want to go super positive this week. Good. I've been going to a lot. I live, I've been living up in the beautiful Hudson Valley area. Wonderful. Hyde Park on Hudson where FDR fucked all his cousins. Why don't you uh, tell them your address? <laughs> That's for the Patreon. <laughs> That's for the Speaking of which. Premium subscribers. Yeah. So... Um, there's a bunch of farmers markets, and I've been going to a bunch and mm-hmm. buying uh, artisan sourdoughs. Whoa! And Whoa. I'm into it. Yeah, guys, is it what more you sour it? than normal? Is that what makes it? No, it's just like super thing. fresh, crispy on the outside, so you're just like chewy on the inside. Making sandwiches, making sandwiches, making some oh. fucking Scooby Doo sandwiches, cheese boards. Fuck. Um. Yeah, charcuterie. Cool. You ever pick up a like a weird Toasties. ass tomato? Hey, no, but I do want to give up, like, in terms of the sourdough, I disco- I went to, like, two parties in successive weekends, mm-hmm. and I brought a sourdough loaf to both parties, and it was a huge hit. Whoa. That's a fucking adult-ass tip. And it's, that's, like, a real yeah. deal tip. Like, you guys, if you need a thing, don't bring a bottle of wine. I mean, bring a bottle of wine, bring right. whatever. If you're looking for a thing to bring to a party... People go fucking nuts. And I tell you, sourdough. no one else is going to bring it. No one else is bringing right. sourdough, and no. people love it. Do you have to bring like uh, something to go with it, or is the sourdough standalone? It's pretty much standalone. It's they have salt much, on it. People, the second party I brought, people, they ripped it apart. They were like animals. Oh, yeah. um, a little butter, a little salt. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put some fresh tomatoes on it. Mm. Great. I'm gonna put some cucumbers on it. Amazing. Cheese. Pepper jam? I went to a place one time that sort of made their own sourdough, but mm-hmm. it was like a weird, they had a weird, um, whatever, thing where they would, again, with the charcoal shit, they would just put charcoal on everything. So they would make this black sourdough, and they would, uh, I think what they did was they would cheat it sometimes. So they would put like squid ink and stuff. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden they bring you like a loaf, a small loaf of sourdough right. and like a, like a pesto tomato dip, but it all has some sort of like dark gray color That's cool. to it. Very tasty, but yeah. I'm not into that. Pretty funky time. Gimmicky. Yeah. yeah. Gimmicky. I shit. mean, if the bread's good, the bread's good. It's it good yeah. bread. Yeah, but you're paying for the gimmick. Yeah. Restaurants are gimmicks. <laughs> All restaurants are gimmicks. The gimmick is you could have cooked this at home. I mean, fair. I'm not that good at cook. I can't cook this artisan sourdough that I've been buying at the Hyde Park. Mm-hmm. Bread's a hard one. The Hyde Park. Um, so, what do you like? What is the sandwich that Nick makes? Uh, make like a little turkey, little turkey Sam, lettuce, tomato, Munster. 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 Tuna, no crust. Not with the sourdough, my friend. The crust is the best part. It's nice and crunchy. That makes sense to me. Yeah. But mostly I've been bringing them to parties and people are digging them. Cool, man. Yeah. What do you want to shout out to this week? Um, my shout out this week. So a lot of, a lot of, in this movie, there's a lot of dirt flying off of the place. And when you're an action hero, one of the main things that they don't show you is how you clean up. My shout out this week is to 
Bar soap. <laughs> oh, I'm into it. Bar soap is so it's legit. It's so good. And I recently started getting into it because I just have this tiny little shelf. What thing. have you been using previously? Um, I mean, I was I was using Were you a body gel. He was like an guy? axe three was, in one guy. It was like a. I was using Old Spice, like Pure Sport, oh, for like oh. a decade, and then Guilty. I think what I think what happened was like. Uh, on the podcast or something, we were like, dude, stop using deodorant. Don't use those crazy products. You get metal all over yourself. I switched to some sort of like natural thing in a green bottle. Oh, natural. Yeah. But it's like really expensive and it's just switched bar soap. Yeah, it's, it's like great. One of the one of the biggest things I have to say about it is like when you get hot and sweaty in the summertime, nothing like a nice sort of bar soap to sort of like dry you out a little bit. Dude, there's no better feeling than Sticking a big bar of soap in your ass. Dude. <laughs> Dude. Feels fucking great, my man. Feels fucking clean and fresh. I just that's like real it. ass soap. Because yeah. so many soaps today, you feel like, I'm not getting clean, but like bar soap, you feel yeah, it. So so you you have removed a layer of oils. Now, do, are you, this is a hot top of contention mm-hmm. between me and my lady friend. Mm. Do you wash your face with the bar soap? I do wash my I face. I also wash like, my face with the bar I've got no time for three, four no, no, products no, no. in there. No, no, absolutely like, not. I'll differentiate between like, I use conditioner. I don't even use shampoo. I don't wash my hair. Whoa. I don't need that's to. Real, that's real talk. I don't wash my hair. Wait, do you soap your hair? No. I wet it. It okay. gets wet. Right. Um, you guys I have once, similar haircuts once, going on. I, I do similar. wash my hair maybe once a month. Mm-hmm. I'll wash it with shampoo. And condition? Just to reset. Just to reset. Wow. But basically, I don't do anything. I go daily conditioner, no shampoo. Daily condition. Yeah. I mean, it is shiny and beautiful. I put hair product in too. By the way, Daryl, a little gray. Tiny bit. I'm getting older. A couple of it looks grays good. up in there. I've always had grays. I started getting gray hairs in fifth or sixth grade. Oh, man. Fucking cool that's as hell. The, that's the wisdom. Yeah. yeah. I have one gray like patch yeah. in my mustache. First time I saw algebra, it was like... <laughs> <laughs> um, I made the bar soap. My girlfriend doesn't like that I wash my face with it. She like dries. I'm like, well, it's skin is guys, skin. It's all the same thing. rub the bar on you or do you rub the bar on your hands and then go? If I am at another person's house, right. I do the second one right. Right. If I am at my own house with my own <laughs> ass bar of soap, <laughs> fuck everyone else. Right. Well, it's like you're in a hotel. You unwrap that first one. Mm-hmm. This is the first time it's being used. Mm-hmm. It's fresh. Yeah. It's just going direct. I don't rub the bar on my face. That, <laughs> that would be, no, weird. I don't rub the bar <laughs> that would be weird. I don't rub the bar on my face. I don't think that would do much. The bar much. goes everywhere else. Yeah. 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 The thing is, the bar is literally, I know this has been covered by other comedy content, but the bar is made of soap. You this cannot get bit. it dirty. <laughs> Whose bit is this? I don't Jay know. Moore. Oh, fuck. This is a Jay Moore bit. Yeah, that's brutal, bro. Right, we, so we just cut out a few minutes of me ripping <laughs> Shout out to Jay Moore. <laughs> bar soap. Yeah. Um, I'm into bar soap. I like your shout out. Siskin, you got something you want to shout out to this week? My shout out is very simple to, the, to Samoa and the Samoan people. Samoa. 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 Yes. And so and there's Samoa the country, Samoa the country. There's also American Samoa where we got some of it. So you can go there, I think, without a passport. To American Samoa. Right. Which is, it's a hard flight to get. But what? Are these two different islands? I believe there's more than two islands. But there is. There are two different islands. There is American Samoa. And a totally separate thing, Samoa. I believe. I will delete this. They are pretty close, are they to, close each to each other. Right. Good. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And they it looks fucking it. beautiful. Yeah. Full of very friendly, nice mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Didn't get to see much food. We saw a set table. With but there was fruit on it. Yeah. It was what did the Samoans eat to get Yeah, food? let's talk about the Samoa sequence. Because I have some thoughts about it. Okay. It's Ro- not good. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little fern gully. I'm fucking into your culture. I'm into like... You'd like like, I think that's cool. I think The Rock obviously, like, cared a lot about it and, like, wanted to bring his, like, cultural perspective to the franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the sequence felt very strangely placed. The sequence at the nuclear nuclear power that, that plant. That felt like the end of the movie. It felt like... I, I honestly... 
think it probably was the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And then The Rock, Producers Guild of America, said, Pack well, I think we need another little <laughs> spice in here. You know, I mean, we need another little sequence in here. And like he got his cousin Roman in. Who Roman said no words. No lines. Roman no Reigns. So who's this guy? I okay. he's a big, big, big prime time wrestler, dude. Uh-huh. He's and he identi- like they so the rock left wrestling a while ago. Right. And a couple years go by, they find this guy who's like t- like not actually related to him, but they claim is related to him. It's like a blood brother type thing. Mm-hmm. So we're going into WWE story. Oh yeah, <laughs> but basically, <laughs> so you can't turn everything <laughs> today. <laughs> is today. it 11 or is it? That, okay. Yeah. Well, there is a connection. Yes. <laughs> yes. But, yes. yes. No. Uh, speak. Just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Rewind. At one point, The Rock uh, blew up Vince McMahon's uh, limo, and there was a cliffhanger of was Vince McMahon murdered in this terrorist act. Uh, then uh, Tuesday or Thursday, when was 9-11? 9-11 rolls around. That shit happens. Next week on Raw, McMahon is magically safe and fine, and no one ever talks about the bomb that was last week. So, regardless of all that... <laughs> <laughs> but to bring it back, they heavily trade on the idea that Roman Reigns is related to The Rock. Mm-hmm. They mention it constantly. He's got the same tattoos. His character is related to The Rock. Well, he's also Samoan. Right. Right. So that's like an important, that's like an, yeah. an important point of context. So, I mean, they seem friendly with each other. Well, you don't get that from the movie. Right. Because Roman, who is a big WWE star, huge WWE star, it was promoted as a person in this movie. Like, I knew Roman Reigns was in this movie before I saw this movie. Mm-hmm. And I only watched the trailer once, really, like you said. And I just, like, heard it from the, you know, ethosphere or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he, like, stands off to the side with his arms crossed and says nothing the entire time. He looked jacked as fuck, though. He looks big. Yeah. But um, I basically think he was supposed to play Jonah. Yeah. The brother, the Rock's brother in this movie. And he could not... Hacking. Well, they they couldn't have brought in a better actor to actually play the brother. I love that guy. I, I don't know what he's from. Oh, dude, he's in stuff. Yeah. Mm. Fuck. Uh. Well, I'll we'll edit in some of his credits. Right. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll maybe we'll, we'll, right. we'll show it here. here. Exactly. Yeah. And the these are the things. This guy, <laughs> his name is. I think he's from New Zealand. <laughs> I think he's is from he? New Zealand. Is he yeah. Maori? I think so. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I know that like the language, the Samoan language, the Maori language, and Hawaiian are all extremely similar, and they can all understand and talk mm. to each other. Mm. Well, it's the same people populated all that Correct. stuff. Correct. Yeah. Um, I, I, it just like this. I don't know how to say it other than like it felt very pushed in there. It felt. Very much like The Rock, I'm taking control of this movie and I'm putting my like heritage culture in it. Mm-hmm. He wanted that shot of him shirtless yelling the war cry. Yeah, and like the Samoan warrior. It was like, sick. Haka, that they yeah. did. I mean, it was, it's it very cool. The whole like felt no so technology against the yeah. technology. The whole stuff. no technology, no guns thing was just felt like a little uh, talking down to them a little bit. I think my, the way I the way I frame the whole Samoa experience is I said who brought it home or who brought it old school better because the their trip back to Samoa is exactly the same thing as the trip back uh, in uh, six, six seven seven, seven, to seven LA. back oh. to L A right yeah and there's a it ends with a helicopter yeah. and like they take it old school they wow. go this wow. is a really, really good grid. point like yeah. yeah who did it better but also who did it first it was literally Vin Diesel did it first yeah so why take the exact same setup and put it into this movie this is an incredibly good point um and I don't know the answer to your question I I, I don't know how like I don't know what they cut out earlier to then like kind of shoehorn this somehow and I hope somewhere sequence into it yeah there's gotta be like we were saying before a deleted scene somewhere of someone melting 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or like, or it was the plan from the beginning, and it's just like weirdly executed. Because I mean, to me, there's like this one sequence of like them prepping for the battle, right? Where they're like setting up all the barrels, and, and they're not exactly telling you what the plan is. It's got a little bit of that kind of. Jonah's like fixing the MacGuffin device. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! He's like 3D printing shit. <laughs> he's got his AirPods in. <laughs> yeah, that was and funny. The AirPods are all over this movie, by the way. Did you know? Yeah. He holds up his thing, and he obviously has no idea what it is. <laughs> he's taking videos of it with his phone. Yeah, as if he can Google the contents of the uh, whatever. And somehow he, he attached a muffler to it. Yes, it uses car parts <laughs> yes. to fix Which it. I, thought, I mean, all that, like, I'm, I'm, I'm so oh, yeah. wrong. That's I'm, what they totally, the, these movies are perfect. totally about that. Yeah. It's great. But it's like, they do this whole sequence where there's Brock doing a voiceover about, like, how we got to, like, stand up and, like, protect our home, kind of, and, like, do it together. Because the whole thing is, like, him and Shaw have been battling the whole time. And these, like, 360 shots of them just standing in a field. That was intense. You like audibly laughed. Weird <laughs> and, but because it's like, it's 360 shot and then it's like montage of them working on stuff. And then it's them standing in a field in like a three weird 360 shot again, like drone shot. And then Jonah's fixing the... It's like this whole, it's the most bizarre sequence I've ever seen. I think it's the worst montage. It's the worst montage in the, in the franchise. franchise. 100%. 100%. 100%. It's... Totally poorly constructed, and it really makes me feel like if whoever directed this movie, who I totally blanked on his name now, uh, if that was his plan going into it, I, he should be locked up. Basically, like this, this that sequence felt like such a fucking like after like cobbling something together. It was a video game after. And how unnecessary was it for them to have Hobbs customs? Like, oh as if they had to add some sort of, like, auto pedigree, like, mm-hmm. relation into the Hobbs character. That was the only... Well, I guess there's some storyline things that connected to the other movies. But, like, I thought it was kind of... Not cool, but it, it made it feel like, oh, we're still in this, like, custom car world. By this... Skin of the like the thinnest little thread possible. <laughs> like it didn't feel like that at all. So, all right, I think if we're talking about the cars. We need to talk about the Nas scene. Oh, so good! All these movies yeah. have like a mega stunt, right? Yeah. And this was that for this movie, where they chained together a bunch of cars, a tow truck, and three cars. To a helicopter, mm-hmm. and um, I heli- thought it was incredible. The, the, and the helicopter has uh, fluctuating towing capacity. Yeah. So sometimes the helicopter, so they attach the helicopter to a big gold chain, and then it's got this tow truck on it. Mm-hmm. And at first, uh, they're stuck. Yeah, the car can pull the helicopter, yep, and then no the helicopter problem. can pull the car one, and then all of a sudden it can pull, pull four cars six of them, yep. up in the air, and then they all simultaneously. And I have to mention that sort of they're towing. Um, whatever chains and hooks and stuff just magically hook on and off perfectly. <laughs> yeah, they do a good. They job. do show it. At least. They, they do show it. Sort yeah. of show him like attaching. At one point, Roman does like a perfect double <laughs> throw. <laughs> That's his biggest contribution. That was to amazing. The movie, was yeah. like nailing that throw. Um, I thought it was. Um, I mean, it's like kind of fun. Right? Like, the sequence is kind of fun. And, like, especially the moment where they're all off the edge of the cliff and the last car has two, it's two front wheels. Like, and and that's when they bring in the drifting around. And he's kicking, and they kick dirt off. They're kicking dirt off. Gotta get that bar soap out. Yeah. And they hit the NOS. Such a surprise. Unbranded NOS. Right. There's no. They also call it something else. Hit hit the moonshine. That's (laughs) it. Do you think there was, like, a clearance issue? They're canon. Well, I think I think they just wanted to make it as primitive as possible. They want to. They want you to know what it is as right. a person who watches these movies, but they didn't want to pay any sort of particular Royalty? company this time. Like they don't want to pay Nitrous Express. They definitely sort is of that who makes Nas. 
I think so. I think they're two different companies. Nas is like its own company. Nitrous Express was like in mm-hmm. some of the later movies, but oh, really? overall, it's nitrous oxide that they're using. Right, but and they didn't want to brand it in any way they that we're familiar with that we would like enjoy the callback right. because they didn't want to pay. But the, but I feel like that was an, it was a callback. Two, that's right? like this whole movie for me, right? It's like too cheap and too stubborn to actually like tie it into the regular franchise and actually like have fun and do something for the fans um, which I felt like is a huge like rock influence thing is like let's pull it away as much as possible it's not about the cars yeah it's about me the rock and you know Same what guess who what's the worst part of this fucking movie the <laughs> R-O-C-K uh, some like, of the stuff he was it, saying was pretty know? bad He's terrible. And, like, I feel like all the things that he felt like his influence and his sort of pushing this movie in a certain direction didn't work and really struggled. And the things that were sort of allowed to sort of breathe and let loose and, like, have fun, I thought Vanessa Kirby was fucking awesome. Uh, you know, I thought Idris Elba did a really good job. Um, I thought some of the action sequences really played and were excellent. Kevin Hart killed it. Kevin Hart I was totally yeah. fun, but I love that. Yeah, I, well, he was like a he was a good little moment. That's what Ryan Reynolds should. You have two totally. Kevin Harts in this uh, movie. Right. <laughs> Wait, it's also like when you watch Kevin Hart speaking to The Rock. Yeah, you're like, Amazing. oh, this is someone who knows how to tell a story, and someone who has no idea how to get across what they're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, and the the like. I know it's The Rock's brand, and like it's. I guess there's the, the thing that like feels. He's like, I have a big dick and I'm a big guy, machismo. Thing is, fucking. Oh, I'm so over awful. it. It's so awful. I'm over it because I don't think you can have sort of those scenes and have him call his daughter sort of twice a day in right. the same. In the same movie. It's like, I love you, honey. You're my baby girl, and I would do anything for you. FYI, everybody, I have a huge cock. Right. Like, it's so weird, right? And he's like, says, he. they try to have this, like, Me Too thing when they're on the plane. (laughs) That was amazing. (laughs) That was right. That was awesome. (laughs) Which feels like your entire behavior through this he like calls Vanessa Kirby like an outstanding woman who's capable of doing anything she wants she's gonna climb this mountain over and over but this is it's not 1955 anymore yeah but your whole behavior and attitude this entire movie has been antithetical to that and Mm -hmm. it is so I just don't believe you yeah right so um so this is us me tooing the rock yeah well no (laughs) it's not (laughs) next God, <laughs> we're not calling anybody out. I'm just like, it, it feels so misplaced and so weird to have that. You know, it. He does feel like he's from 1955. You know who had better uh, chemistry between The Rock and the lady? The lady and Jason Statham. Yeah, like you, I kept on being like, "Oh, yeah. they're totally gonna fuck." <laughs> <laughs> I kept being like, "Were they fucking off?" Like, oh, you no, know, they felt like some huge brother sister sexual tension. They haven't seen each other in a couple of years. Yeah, you never the kissing cousins kind of. But yeah. <laughs> what did you guys think of the? Um... The uh, the lady squad in Moscow. I thought that was cool. They didn't really explain like those those people like the idea of like a lady squad of super hot people who rip off Russian gangsters. So cool. Very cool. Very very. They cool. did not explain it at all. No. They just made out with. Jason. I bet that's a big chunk that got cut yeah. out. Cut out for Samoa. Right. Oh fuck. That would you know. be sick. Um. Though I did have one. Like I thought it was played fine, and like I thought she did a good job. They show a picture of her on a computer as, like, an FBI, like, graphic beforehand, or, like... Yeah, mm-hmm. while they're in Deckard Shaw's cool like hideout. Yeah. 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 And from the sort of blurry picture, I was like, oh, shit, is that Jessica Alba? It's like, Dark Angels yeah. here. <laughs> and, and, like, I, I was like... In my head, immediately, I was like, what a great fucking addition. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, they nailed that. Like, yes, that's the exact yes. fucking person who should come into this franchise. Right. It's Jessica Alba. And then it, it was not some Jessica. model. It was like I'm not quite sure who she was. She did a great job. I, I thought, thought it was Ariana fine. Grande at first. 
It was not Ariana Grande either. Too tall. Did yeah. she have an accent? I didn't even. Mm, no, I think she definitely was of Hispanic descent, but I did not catch. So she wasn't playing like a Russian ripping off the. No, notes, right. She seemed American to me. She had a cool squad. That seems like another way to bring the Triple X franchise. You want to tie them together, I just don't think it's going to happen at this yeah. point. No. Because Vin can't play two people at the same time. <sighs> True. Uh, d- despite how talented the guy is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know? yes, yes. So, um, yeah, that's where I'm at. Do you got anything else you want to point out? Should we wrap this puppy up until next cycle? I think we did a good job. I think we did an okay job, basically. With what we have. With what we have, and you know, what what is the next movie is nine, right? Yes. Have any other now. spinoffs? Well, obviously, Hobbs and Shaw two is definitely happening because of the way it ended. Yeah, but uh, well, we'll see how it performs. Right, I guess. Yeah, but are there any other spinoffs announced? No, not to my knowledge. Got it. There may be some Tooniverse peeps out there who know more, and they yep. should definitely write in. Tweet at us. Tweet at us at Nolt Podcast. Hit us on the Facebook, Facebook.com slash no one likes the tune podcast. Um, okay, so we have an email, it's no one likes the tune podcast at gmail.com. You can always drop us a line. And uh, we are on YouTube. Yeah. That's what this is about. And this is about we're gonna throw some graphics up here. Oh, they're they're showing as we're talking. Oh, great. That's great. Cool. Um so uh, yeah, no one likes to tune a podcast. Just search us. We have a channel on YouTube, and and Patreon. So I want to give a big shout out to the Patreon folks. We got two patrons this week. Um, I don't want to like blow up their spot on right. the air. I'm not going to do that. Isn't they that the really Isn't that the Patreon tier? Oh yeah, it is. is so it? Stephanie and Fredo, <laughs> we love you, dudes. Thank you guys. Thank you guys so much. Tell all your friends to become patrons because um, we love doing this. We need the support and like I think it's fucking awesome. Now we have to do the stuff though. So I promised these folks six bonus episodes a year (laughs) which I don't know what I was thinking. This is technically a bonus episode. I don't know what I was thinking. That seems like a lot of content that I'm unprepared to produce. We should watch the uh, Riddick movies. Yeah, we can watch those movies. I'm down. I can't remember. Down. Down. There's I'm three, sure. right? I'm not sure if there I might There's be one good one and three. There might be there's... four now. No. There's Pitch there. Dark, Pitch Black, The Chronicles of Riddick. Which is a good Riddick. One. Pitch Perfect. That's it. And that's it? Pitch Perfect. <laughs> Pitch Perfect series could be a good series. <laughs> yeah, they could be good. Yeah. Uh, so we'll discuss what that bonus content is going to be. We also... Yeah. That's basically it. Set up cool. some... Um, some surveys and shit like that. Yeah, on there. So yeah, and thank you guys again. That's amazing. I can't believe it's important. We got to buy these tickets to these movies. Yeah. Also, we got to do that with the yeah. New York City ticket prices. Is not inexpensive. So no. I think that's dope. Anything else you want? I'm straight. This is awesome. Yeah. Fun this afternoon. was awesome. Yeah. Good afternoon. Take care, man. Have a great week. Thank you. Talk out. Bye. Bye.